Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. How do you feel great on vacation? Like, really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Previously on In The Moment. <laughs> Yo, wait. Where did I go? <coughs> wait, why you, put, why you put two fingers out? That's how she grabbed your nuts. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're making it worse. He said, he said, she grabbed, my, she grabbed me like this. I can't, I can't breathe. Oh, fuck. This wasn't that fun. Oh, fuck. Who's next? <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right, get it together. Get it together. Hold on. Woo. Woo. Oh, shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Cause I swear to God, you probably. Yo, shout out to Cootie. Did y'all see the news? What I do. <laughs> That's why I wanted to shout him out first, cause he's in the building. Cootie, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing? <laughs> All right, so if you don't watch the Kanye doc, you would not be familiar. But um, Cootie is the narrator and director of the Kanye doc. And he basically, long story short, because we really already discussed all of this, but he decided to follow Kanye around, put his own careers and aspirations to the side of being a stand-up comedian, sacrificed a lot of his time in his life to just follow Kanye because he felt like Kanye was a special talent. He saw it in him from the moment that he met him. And at a time when following somebody around with a camera wasn't even a thing. So yeah. it was awkward. Yeah. I'm sure it was weird. Yeah. Him taking that big ass camera everywhere that they went. And my dad brought up a valid point when me and Katie were together in the car the other day. My dad was like, yo, that's at a time when cameras was like 40 pounds, fam. Like they wasn't these little <laughs> handheld right. cameras like that. Like nobody <laughs> thinks about that. But you know his arms was tired. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate the fact that throughout all those years when they, they documented the entire story, Cootie stayed down. Like he stayed loyal. You never heard anything foul from him about Kanye, you know, losing his mind or not being his friend anymore, not staying loyal. Even when Kanye wasn't contacting him. Exactly. Like, they had a moment where he wasn't talking to Kanye. Yep. And Kanye wasn't talking to him, but he still supported him. And he was still like, that's my dude. He held him down through it all. He knew he was going through something. And whenever Kanye needed him, he was right there. And a lot of people was like, damn, imagine dropping your whole life for somebody else. And it made you wonder if he would ever feel like it was worth it. And beyond the fact that Kanye became Kanye, Netflix gave him $30 million. Mm-hmm. So I saw that, and I was just so happy that somebody who was down and loyal and did all that he did, it's almost like he got like $1.5 for every year that he decided to be with Kanye. So I thought that was fire. Yeah, he deserves it. I don't know how to say this. I think like you just had to have, like I don't know what it was in him that made you think Kanye is the guy to record. 
and I'm going to do it. Because, like, if you really think about it, if you're going to gamble on recording somebody's life and putting your own personal goals aside, it's going to be Kanye. For sure. Right? So it's mm-hmm. just like, the fact that you had the vision for it, I'm glad you got paid what you got paid. You know what I'm saying? I, and I, I, it's well-deserved. I think, like... Well-deserved. I agree. And in life, I think sometimes you can see that somebody has that kind of gift or talent right. that's going to take them far. And if they believe in themselves, then they don't really need much else. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times, as the person that's next to them, you have a decision to make, right? Because if we're going to be honest, even when it's somebody's best friend, a lot of the times people want you to do well, but they don't want you to do better than them. So he had to say in that moment, maybe I could be a great comedian, but no matter how good of a comedian I will be, I ain't going to be where this dude is going. That's a hard thing to admit, mm-hmm. I believe, for practically anybody. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When you really think about it, like, you got to put your own ego it's humbling pride. yourself. It's extremely yeah. humbling to do that. And yeah. he did it. And to see him get rewarded for it, fire. I think he completely deserved it, like Romeo said. So I was happy to see that. You want to say something to the people? Yeah, I just want to say thank you to everybody who watched the special. It made me feel very happy that all my years of hard work finally paid off. <laughs> Yo, it's kind of good. Yo, he, nah, that shit is fire. Yo, you crushing cootie, fam. Um, yo, you really got the cooties. <laughs> Not him. <laughs> <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo, killing that shit. Uh. <sighs> Who's next? All right, shout out the women. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Katie. Yo, you was about to explode. I was, I was still laughing at my Goody and Bernie. No, you know you wasn't. Yes, I was. Yes, Yo. It was just bad timing, and then I laughed because no, of my bad timing. No, the fuck. You owe women an apology. No, shout out to women. For I real, because we did the double standard draft. That's right. Episode 105. I got a lot of um, positive feedback on that. A lot of people really seemed to enjoy the episode. I was worried about how it would be received because I didn't want women to feel like I was coming at women at all. It was just a healthy debate, a healthy conversation that I felt needed to be had. Mm-hmm. And I would like for the world to get back to the place where you can be pro-man but not anti-woman. And you can be pro-woman and not anti-man. Like, that's a that's a thing. You know right. what I'm saying? And I think we we did a good job of debating it. But Romeo said that the women are going to kick my ass because they're not going to listen to me. They're not going to sit there and actually hear what I'm saying, even if it is valid. And I cannot say that I disagreed. I thought you would be right. And boy, were you wrong. Yeah. The women were in my DM saying a lot of positive stuff, saying I did a good job representing men. I gave them new perspective. There was even a woman who was like, yo, I'm going to treat my husband well. I'm going to treat my husband better. I was like, wow, for real? Like, most of the women, I would say like 90% just was like, yo, y'all crushed that. Like, y'all really did a good job with that. I thought that was fire. Um, There was one woman in particular who said that she still felt like there's more double standards for women, Mm -hmm. but she didn't give me any. So I'm like, shoot them off. So then I asked, I said, hey, if you've heard it and you feel like we've missed anything, man or woman, whichever, let us know. Shoot it to me. Right. And I didn't get one. I only got one that I saw. We got a lot of messages, but it was just people saying that we did a good job. It wasn't anything that was like, no, add this. The only one that I saw was a woman said we should have added um, when a woman is a stay-at-home mom, she's considered, like, lazy. Yeah, I saw this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. When a guy does it, they're like, oh, he's a, he's a good dad. Look at him supporting his mm-hmm. woman, mm-hmm. letting her chase her dreams. Mm-hmm. 
So to that, I would say, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I feel like amongst men, men don't really get kudos for that. If we being completely honest, I feel like men judge men who stay at home. Like I've never judged anyone because I've never stayed at home. I don't know what that takes, to be honest. I know growing up, that was kind of the way to look at it, to be honest. Like, yo, if you a man, you got no business staying at home. Like you should be at work. You should be going to work. I feel like men actually make fun of men who are stay-at-home dads. I don't feel like we give them kudos. I guess it depends because it's also, yes, men may make fun of men who stayed home, but then there's also that category of people who are like, oh, he's such a good father. It goes back to the whole being a good father over mothers are expected to be great mothers. So we address that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And fathers are like, oh, when you're doing something that you should do as a father, you get more kudos for it. Right. It goes into that same category. Okay. As a stay-at-home dad, it's like, Oh my gosh, he's taking this time out to put his masculinity aside and blase blase whoop dee doo. When it's like, dude, you're a parent too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay, what? that's fair. So, no, I can see I, that. I think it just depends, but I get how men make fun of men for doing that. But that goes into y'all's toxic masculinity. It does. I feel like women make fun of that too. It depends like, on the woman, but yeah. I mean, of course, a traditional right? woman. But if we looking at it, quote. right for sure. If we looking at it from the overall perspective. I don't know that the majority of men or women would be on the side of a stay-at-home dad is a dope thing. I would be because I've evolved and I've grown to see that being a stay-at-home anything is not an easy thing to do. When I was younger, I thought it was. It sounds like you're just staying at home, just like people feel like if you work from home, it's easier. Not always. It really does depend. But if you're going with the average mind that doesn't really think deeply, I think the first thought is typically... You lazy either way. That's what people go to. Not me. That's what people go to. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if that's a benefit or not. But either way, the the feedback was overall was extremely positive. Outside of Katie, I heard you might have some backup that wants to come into the building. I absolutely do. I have okay. a friend that said, Katie, you didn't stand up for women like you should have. And I kind of felt like she was right. But I was like, look. I was a little lit when we did that. <laughs> but, <nah. laughs> but yeah, I do have a friend who wants to come in and debate more topics about this. All right, As backup. So, say less. So I say what we do is um, since the first part got such great feedback, we do another one. And we'll we'll revisit some of the same topics. And if we find more along the way, we'll revisit those. And then we make it a two-on-two thing okay. where we can let Romeo participate. At this time, no, 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 yeah, no. he wants to. No, 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 no. He's no. been dying to. Yeah, no, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. no yeah. I, I don't need you. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Just sit there. Right. Just look pretty. I got I, it. I could go, go, but 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 it'll, but it'll feel balanced out. All right. No, I, I wouldn't let you speak. No. It, it'd be just like in your uh, JROTC class. Just- <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing this your whole life, bro. Don't worry about it. I got you covered. But <laughs> get the equipment ready. Yeah, we got you. you know but you but you do owe women an apology. So take it away. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why? What you mean, why? You said that women were going to not hear anything about that episode and it was going to go in one ear out the other and they were going to... Oh, yeah. They was going to complain. All that. We ain't get one of that. Yeah, shout out to women. See, okay. International Women Day. Woo. It's month. That sounds very... I like, mean, that sounds very sarcastic. I mean, but, oh, it's a month? month? a day. It's the whole month. Oh, it's the whole month? Yeah. Uh, two days ago was... How come women internet. get the whole... No. No, 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 no. No. Okay, fight. Go ahead. You got a mic. No. What? What's the problem? Why do, why do Black History Month get only 28 days and women get the whole 30 days? We didn't come up with that. Now, I'm not mad at 
the it's the, somebody in government that came up with that. I ne- I've never liked the fact that they use February as Black History Month. I never understood that. It's the shortest month. It's the shortest month. It yeah. always felt like that to me. And then y'all want me to celebrate Valentine's Day. Like, okay, so now I got a, <laughs> I already got a short month, and now I got to share it with a little dude in a diaper with a bow and arrow. Like, yo, fam, <laughs> stop this, yo. No, honestly, I think whoever came up with that, it was a slight jab. Probably Had when it came be. up with it was a long time ago. First of all, whenever okay. they came up with this, Fam, it was a jazz. It's, it's the coldest month in like most places. Like, yo, what are y'all doing? No, the sun is not out. We can't have a parade. Y'all giving June and July. You know what I'm saying to all these other entities, but we stuck in with February. The yeah. month doesn't even sound like it's spelled. Like, I don't understand this, bro. It's people who have birthdays in February and they only get to celebrate their birthday once every four years. It's a toxic ass month. You know how many people are 40, but in reality, they six? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, shout out to the leap year babies. Jay, Ja Rule, and everybody else. Jade and Ja Rule are six, yo. And this is the month that y'all want to give to black people, and we supposed to celebrate it. Yo, y'all got to stop this, man. They still kids. Yo, yo, fam, I couldn't even go to the club with Jay. She's six, yo. Yo, come on, fam. Ja Rule wrote everything we do between me and you at nine, okay? (laughs) Don't talk to me about another rapper. What a prodigy. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Who cares what Ja Rule thinks about Black History Month? Romeo, tell tell them why women shouldn't get the whole month of March, why they don't deserve that. They don't deserve that because they deserve a whole year because they are queens, all right? They do everything. We are here because of women, all right? At a boy, mm. Katie. Anything to add? No, that's what he should have said. <laughs> One more double standard, though, that I would like for you and your friend to address in the future. I'm gonna give it to you now, so that you have time to think it over. Ooh, tell me if y'all agree with this. This guy. <clears throat> Here's what Do I've it. learned. Have y'all ever realized how typically, if the topic of discussion is how a woman thinks or feels, most men are wise enough. To shut up. Because you don't know. On a bird show, if the topic is ever about women and you pay attention, I don't speak. And bird asks questions. Mm-hmm. But we don't jump out there to try to say how a woman would feel because we know we're not women, right? There was an incident, not gonna say with who, but when <laughs> like around the time I first met Katie, there was a guy who was literally trying to explain to Katie what it was like, not only to be a woman, but to be a lesbian. And I, As a guy. As a guy. Okay. Like, he was literally sitting there, like, like debating this with her. Okay. Uh-huh. And okay. I was just, like, so yeah. disgusted <laughs> and, like, confused. Like, fam, shut up. <laughs> what are you talking about, right? But you go back to that segment where Katie had a friend who needed some advice on how men move. And I tried to give... The advice based off how I know men to operate. Because I know men. I've been around them. I've been one. The whole thing, right? And a woman called up and told me why I was wrong <laughs> about my thoughts on how men think. And if a man does that, I feel like the room would look at him like, fam, what are you talking about? You have no idea what it's like to be a woman. But women speak on how men think all the time. And we accept that as normal. Even with my sisters, I had to tell them one day, I was like, y'all go to everybody else for advice about men, except for me. Why? Well, you know, you are brother. Fam, you really think 
that your girlfriends are going to know more about how men move than a man, than your whole brother. And they didn't start coming to me for advice until they was like in their mid-20s. Then I would give them advice, and they would be like, wow, Reese, you smart as hell. I'm like, fam, I've been in your life 20-something years. Y'all never thought to come to me for advice because you go to women. I never understood that. Is that a double standard? I have to answer this now. You don't have to. You can say you're scared. I'm not scared. It is. I mean, you ain't got backup, so what's up? Nah, it is. It is? It is. Oh, she confident now. It's different. She ready for her <laughs> You waiting for your backup, ain't you? I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna get no more. Say less. Who's next? Now, nah, but while we on double standards, let's talk about Lil Durk. Lil Durk is a rapper, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know much about dude. I'm not gonna lie. But I know he went viral for a clip where he said that the woman that he is with, right, he started to fall for her. One of the reasons was because her body count was under five. I believe is what he said. That she wasn't really a pass around. She wasn't, you know, she wasn't sleeping with a lot of dudes in the industry. Now, women, from what I saw, had two problems with this. One, there were women who were saying, yo, we grown. Body count shouldn't even be a thing. Shut up. There were other women who were saying, you got four baby mothers, fam. (laughs) You got to relax. You can't comment on a woman's body count. (laughs) You can't. When you got four oh, baby mothers. You can't. Now, I completely agree with the women who were saying, you're not the guy. Mm-hmm. You have four baby mothers. Mm-hmm. Shut up. He should know that, right? Right. That is a double standard that benefits men, clearly. He can have a lot of bodies, and right. it's normal. Right. Woman has a lot of bodies. It's looked at as crazy. But we address that. So in this case, I don't think there's a debate around the fact that he should not be the guy to deliver this. But I do think there might be a debate around, does body count actually matter? I'm curious as to what y'all think first. If it matters to you, then it matters to you. I think everybody looks at it differently. Does it matter to you? We're asking you. I don't know. No. Okay, why are you I also, that? I also don't think, no, because I'm, I'm really trying to think about it. Like, I'm really trying to think about it, like... If I was with a girl who has slept with, like, two guys, or if I was a girl who slept with, like, 27 guys. Wouldn't matter to you? I think it would only matter to me because of insecurity reasons. That's fair. Honestly. I think that's the only reason why it would matter to me. Because I feel like in the back of my head, I would be thinking, if she comparing me to somebody else? Mm-hmm. Right? If she comparing me to the 27 other guys that she's been with? That's the only reason that I think it would bother me. But if I can get, like, beyond that, no. I don't think it really matters. Okay, I applaud your vulnerability. And I'm going to be honest. When I saw a lot of the women on Twitter saying, yo, if you if you over 25, you shouldn't be worried about body count. Or why are we even still talking about body count? I ain't understand that tweet. For one, I don't think there should be an age restriction on wanting to know mm-hmm. how many people your partner, right. whom you are about to be intimate with, has been with. Right? I agree. I agree. There's obviously health factors there. Agree. Mm-hmm. You, you might, you probably have a lower chance of having something that I'm going to have to deal with in the future if you ain't been out here like that. And mm-hmm. if I am about to get butt bald naked and bump uglies with you, <laughs> I think I should have a right to know that information. Right. Now, with that being said, I don't ask typically because I, if I like you, I don't want to judge you on that. And I know that I will. And I also don't think that women tell the truth. And vice versa. I don't think men tell the truth either, but I don't sleep yeah. with men. So it's just, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. affect me. Okay. But right. no, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think any, I don't know that anybody really tells the truth. Right. So I don't ask. Right. But if I'm being honest, yes. Like, 
if a woman has slept with 30 dudes and if she slept with two, I'm not looking at them the same. I'm not. Some people say it don't matter, and I'm not judging them. But I care. Katie, you care? I care based off of my body count. So if I'm dating someone based off of what I know I've done is how I'm going to compare someone else. So if I meet someone who's gone over and beyond my number, I may look at them a little weird. But if we in the same range, I want to meet someone who's in the same range as me. See, I'm if not, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense because if your body count is low, you may look at yourself as exclusive. I'm not just out here handing it to anybody. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. So I've saved myself to an extent for somebody who I want them to have also saved themselves for me to an extent. I see nothing wrong with that. Exactly. And it's not to say for those who are out here doing whatever they do. You do what you do. You do you. If there's a woman who comes up to me that I'm trying to date and she's like, yo, I have this high body count. I'm not gonna be like, oh, my gosh, you're such a hoe. I'm like, yo, you did you. You was testing you. But why was you testing you so much? You know, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm a question it a little bit. I'm not going to write you off right away, though. Right. I'm, I'm with that. You know? Yeah. No, I like the way you phrase it because I'm not judging you. Like, I'm not going to lie. If you give me a number, you're not for me. You may be for someone else. But I'm not judging you. But I am the same guy who said the one time in life I feel like you have full reign to judge somebody is if you are about to lay down with them or if you're about to spend the rest of your life with them. I think that's fair. And if your numbers are high, your numbers are high. Who cares? That's 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 what it is. But don't get on Twitter and say that no one should care about numbers. Mm-hmm. Just say your numbers are high, queen. It's okay. Own it because there's other people out here owning it too. And it's okay. Cuz like, somebody's so going to accept you for you. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It, like somebody, you know? It's not an insecurity reason for you guys? Not at all. No. no. To be honest with you, no. Okay. I've had my good days, I've had my bad days. It is what it is. Because a woman, if if, if we're going to go there, bro, a woman could have slept with one dude before you, and that man could have been right the world to her. You know what I'm saying? So you might be chasing a ghost off of just one guy. Mm-hmm. If she had 30 guys, she probably don't know the difference anymore at that point. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, for real. Like, what do you, you see what I'm saying? You might have a more difficult time not being compared to her past 
if she has less than if she has more. So the insecurity factor don't bother me. Mm. I'm, I just honestly, I am attracted to a woman who sees herself as so exclusive that these dudes don't even deserve her. And I'm attracted to As that. I think about it, the person who has a lesser body count, they remember it more. I would imagine They're so. going to remember whatever experience they went through with the people who they did more than anything because it was sacred to them. There was a reason why they kept their body count low. Mm-hmm. There was a reason. I know a woman who had been single for seven years because she can't get past homeboy and whatever he did to her. So, wow. you see what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah, that's a true story. Seven years. So you probably going to have a hard time pulling her away from that. But she's also only been with one guy. You see what I'm saying? So the insecurity factor is not even something I've ever thought about. What I was a bit insecure about was when we were in the hallway right after y'all was licking um, expired lube. And I don't know how this conversation came up. You know, Katie over there with her finger looking good. <laughs> you got to stop. Yo, somehow I walked past Romeo about to go back to the studio and escape from all of this nastiness that was happening. And I heard him having a conversation about what you would do in the moment that you used expired lube and then your significant other's vagina fell on the floor. Because... What? <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. I missed that part. She said that it's possible for a woman's vagina to fall on the floor, and oh. then Romeo believed her. I don't know. You got to ask Romeo that one. He bought you it. Thought... I didn't buy it. It was a woman saying that about women? Uh, Do you, have you seen... That's have what... you seen a fucking pussy <laughs> fall off? <laughs> I've never seen that. Now, I, I went along with the conversation, and I asked them, no. What would y'all do in that situation? And homie and Romeo both said I would pick it up for her. So I'm a gentleman. If the pussy fell, you can just gonna, grab it. Hold on, bitch. <laughs> you would give it back to her and go right back to work. <laughs> Some glue. <laughs> I think. What does he think? He thinks it's Velcro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now nah, don't worry about it. Queen, don't even move. I got it right now. Yo, wait, 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 he dusted it off. Yo, can I, can I, can I, can I take it with me? Wait, oh, if it fell off at that point, <laughs> at that point go. you could pocket it. <laughs> I knew, I knew you had pocket pussy, baby. I knew you had pussy in your pocket before. You said it too easy that episode. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you know what? As a matter of fact, yo, you would grab a bag. A little cooler, some ice. I'm out. Yo, I mean, what does she need it for, technically, right? You might, right? You gonna send your girl back across the country without her pussy? Hey, listen, how many toxic men, how many toxic men out there who would grab their girl's pussy if it was like retired? If it was detachable? Yeah. You would just keep it on you? But you know there's a lot of toxic men. I'm not doing that. Take this shit off. I'm, I'm not, not saying you around. are. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, saying, I know. Yeah, y'all would do that. There's got to be a lot of men out what there. What you would do with it? Like throughout the day? Walk us through a day while you, with your girl's vagina in your pocket. <sighs> just breathe it on that bitch. <laughs> you, okay. you, you, you would, have it, you would have it up in your office like family pictures? <laughs> Romeo, what is that to the left um, of your uh, family portrait? Uh, oh, that's a uh, that's like a, a little project that my my daughter was doing. Oh. Don't worry about that. What what type of project? It looks like a um. No, don't pick it up. Uh, don't touch it. No, oh, no, no. But it, no, it, no, no. But maybe. <laughs> Yo, fam. Which, yeah, this one too. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Not yet. I'll let you know. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
we gonna squeeze all we can oh, out this vagina. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm on, I'm on three platforms. We need all the content we can get. Stretch it. I can't believe this. You, yo, I did. I thought picking it up was a stretch. I'm not picking it up. I'm like, all right, Queen, you drop something. I'm not. Katie, you pick it up. <laughs> Come on, don't. Come no, on. no, no, because I can imagine what a drop pussy looks like. It just <laughs> That's what I'm saying, fam. That's not cute. I'm not picking <laughs> that not up. Cute. Yo, was... <laughs> Yo he, the way he picked it up and then put it back, like he didn't even let her put it back herself. <laughs> nah, I got you. <laughs> he licked it first. Yeah, like he was closing an envelope. Yo. <laughs> that was nasty. Girl, oh. I got you. Oh my God. Nah. I ain't. You nasty son. Oh, oh. Pocket pussies coming soon. <laughs> Who's next? All right, shout out to Nicki Minaj. Oh, man. It's a great segue into Pink Friday, ain't it, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you see it, <laughs> on the market. Boy, Romeo had that pussy flying from the window to the wall. <laughs> to the sweat drip down his balls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he be taking breaks at work. He be in the bathroom humping his shit out of him. Romeo, where are you going for the fifth time today? Right. Are we here? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, that shit in the fridge. People think it's his lunch. Hey, is this a chicken cutlet? What is who? Hey, put my lunch down, guys. <laughs> I keep asking you to stop. Oh, woo -hoo. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, um, y'all know I'm a I'm a barb. Always have been. I'm in a beehive and I'm a barb. Love it. And Nicki Minaj did an interview with Joe Budden. Um, I only saw about 10 minutes of it, but Katie saw that same 10 minutes of it. And so I owe you an apology because I've heard you and I've heard other women say why women feel this pressure sometimes to get surgeries and enhancements. And I think it's easy for a guy to feel like, so? When y'all say things like, yo, there's a lot of pressure, you know what I'm saying, by society standards to look a certain way and to feel a certain way. And I saw a guy go viral the other day saying something like, um, yo, men don't get no surgeries. When I look in the mirror, I see myself. I don't see no, no lips. I don't see no ass. And I love me. Like, women are so insecure, they can't even look in the mirror and love themselves for who they actually are. And the debate on that went crazy, right? But I think that's the attitude, if I'm being honest, that a lot of men have. And then you hear like, yo, but you don't know what it's like to be a woman. You don't know what it's like to be in these environments. And it's easy to allow that to go in one ear and out the other. Like, why you feel that way? And I don't know why, but when Nicki Minaj said it, what it was like to be in those studios with Lil Wayne and with Drake at a time when she was still young, and finding herself, and they had all these big booty women running around all of the time, and they was clowning and joking on her for her figure at the time. They thought it was funny. To her, it was damaging. It was like, damn, so I got to look like that. You know what I'm saying? And she was very honest about her feelings 
in that moment and how that led her to getting some shots and not in the safest of ways. And I commend her for admitting that. And for some reason, yo, it really hit me. I think because I've always seen Nikki as such a confident woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that I would never imagine that someone can influence her that way. And it completely changed my mind on it. So I'm curious as to what you took away from that, Katie. First of all, I was very proud of Nikki for finally coming out and addressing this and addressing it and how it made her feel that, yes, this is something that we women go through. The most confident woman, the most woman that you can think has the utmost confidence about any and everything is the same woman who's hiding her insecurities mm-hmm. so that she doesn't look weak to a man. So she doesn't look weak behind closed doors. Little Kim came out, right? Everybody's like, oh, Little Kim is the baddest. She's doing this, that, and third. But look at Little Kim in the 90s and look at her now. Facts, yo. You don't even recognize her anymore, and it hurts me. There's a huge difference, and there's a reason why there's a huge difference. It's because of the pressure that she felt that she wasn't good enough physically. Yes, I'm talented. I can do this, but I'm not good enough physically that I had to go and change how I look. And what some men may think is a joke or, no, I'm not being serious with you because you're the cute, you know, whatever. Whatever the case may be, you still have to be careful about how you say things around people because you never know how they're going to receive it. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. So... For Nikki, it, the guys may have been like, oh, we just joking about big booty bitches, but, you know, she's still cute. But you don't know how she's going to receive it as a woman with insecurities. Everyone has their insecurities. Mm-hmm. You may not know what it is until you say something that triggers it. And I feel like that's what happened with Nikki. That's dope. I'm very glad that she she came out and admitted that because it, it kind of made me feel like, okay, I think the equivalent, if you had to give it one, would be money for a man, right? Because... I definitely remember times being younger where you felt like, damn, I got to get some money to get the attention from the woman that you like. You know what I'm saying? Because she see the dude with the new sneakers, with the car, with the jewelry, with the bread, and you feeling like I'm a much better guy than all of these dudes, right? And they're going to treat you this way, but they were attracted to the money. So, yeah, it's easy as a dude to feel like, all right, I got to go out here and get my bread up so that I can get the attention from the woman who you probably shouldn't even want the attention from. But when you're younger, you don't know any better. So you go get that. And I, the way she broke that down and she was so vulnerable in that moment, I got it completely. Imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Nikki's like, I'm looking for these attention from these dudes <laughs> from the type of woman that they're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. I go and change my body. As soon as I change my body, then they're rapping on songs with me about how they would want to mm. be with me. Whereas before, they weren't doing that when I was on Yo Gotti, Gotti's Five Star Chick. <laughs> That's a fair point. Lil Wayne said... Like, Lil Wayne and Drake, right? They did a she whole damn verse. She was sitting down, but I was still staring at the titties, titties though. Yeah. You know, like, then they're hyping her up for her body. Damn, I never thought about that. Y'all weren't that. doing that when I first came out. Y'all That's, were just like, oh, no, she can spit bars. But I changed my body. Now y'all are on it. That's valid. That's valid. That's right around the time that um you wouldn't know this, but, yeah, Drake jumped on a song with Nicki. Well, I don't want to say you wouldn't know this. You might. But Drake jumped on a song with Nicki and basically was like, I'm next in line. Mm. And she had a man at that time. And then Lil Wayne came behind that verse and was like, <laughs> it's clear that Nikki need, like, dick in her life because whoever she with ain't dicking it right. Or something like that, he said. Mm-hmm. She was with Meek Mill at that time. Right. So if you Meek Mill in that situation and you know that the men on your lady's label said that she clearly need something else in her life because where she getting it from ain't hitting, what you going to do when you see Lil Wayne? 
writing a diss track. Mm. How's it gonna go? It's gonna go. Ah, uh, yeah. Take it. Mm-hmm. It's Lil Wayne talking shit. Get fucked on my way. I'm about to slap yo bitch ass. Take the grills off your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's definitely leaving your ass. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Lil Wayne wasn't getting ass before, he getting it now. I promise, I promise you that. Please don't put that in nah. there. You, in the moment, I you, you take that pussy out your pocket, give it right to Wayne. Yo, here you go, brother. I promise you. Yo, imagine when the relationship is over, you got to give it back. Yeah, man. Hey, nah, nah. Women want to keep the ring, right? Guess what I'm keeping. <laughs> Yo, you want to keep my basketball shorts? I'm right. keeping your pussy, bitch. <laughs> all right, all right, oh, moving on. Fuck. Holy shit! <laughs> Who's next? Yo, real quick, shout out to LL Cool J.